0: Okay, so welcome to episode five, a very special episode five of Badger Watch, um, where we have managed to track down Mr Cricket11 himself. Um, We will bring him in later in the podcast, but um, in less exciting news, Chev is back from holiday.
1: Chev, where were you? I went to Mallorca for a week. Um, and didn't pay attention to two rounds of um, cricket, by the, by the looks of it. But uh, yeah, it was all really nice, but good to be back.
0: Any poolside updates? Did you Were you checking your WhatsApp? I did,
1: well, I actually did go indoors quite a few times, just check up on the scores, before I checked the WhatsApp group. Um, but uh, yeah, I gave up on that after probably day one, and the scores weren't really going my way. I thought, well, this is going to be another slow burner, so... Let's see what happens by the time we get to Sunday and then switch back to WhatsApp um, and, and, and uh, just pick up what you guys were talking, talking about in between plunging into, into the pool and everything else that we were doing. So
0: We now have Twitter with no followers and we also have footage of Chev in the swimming pool. So that might be our second <laughs> post.
2: I'm not sure Chev's poolside rig is going to really up <laughs> a follow a count. Um, I'm not sure your average county championship badger is looking for a, a Dutchman in Marbella, but who knows?
0: They do turn up to watch a few county cricketers who uh, on a on a on a weekday, weekend, weekday, whose rigs aren't in the greatest shape. So maybe chips might be an improvement, <laughs> maybe. Um everyone else welcome back Hugh and Howard how was everyone's week on cricket11.com
3: I think I, I said to you Sven it was the, a week for the underdogs wasn't it you and I in third and fourth were yes. um, made up some ground this week so that was nice keeps the, keeps the league alive for a little longer before these two badges run away with it well yeah
0: it's quite close now because the Chevaliers Chev's team are on 8722 and Hugh you've actually got less than a thousand point deficit now with 7,900 and Howard not far behind that on 7,787 and I'm really well behind on 5,908 although I feel like my team is in shape now. Who was everyone's top scorers?
2: I had a pretty average week. Hassan Azad who I've been tipping for higher honours um, with a I think a, a pair of 50s for Leicestershire but there wasn't, wasn't much to be uh, picked out the bones of my side. I reckon Howard you must have had the uh, the highest closing closing the gap as well as you did. I think I think
3: Spen scored more than me overall, but I I, I panicked subbed Sean Dixon in last minute on my way to oh. a meeting with work in Bath. Um, <laughs> I, about five to eleven, realised Popey hadn't made the squad, so had to uh, had to shuffle the pack very quickly. And uh, Dixon was the first one that popped up, and he went back to back hundreds. One of them scored off about seventy balls, um, so that was very profitable, four hundred odd points for him. And then Mohammed Abbas took nine wickets, three hundred seven points him, so they were my my two best scorers.
0: Yeah, I had Abbas as well. I he I think we'll get on to subs later, but I think he's not around for long, so it's actually nice to have kept him in. I need I nearly subbed him out, but I was glad I kept him in. I was very similar to you. I actually had Dixon in my team for a bit, took him out and put Allsop Ooh. in based on Ched's tactics of looking at their increased value. Um And Allsop then re- re- repaid me quite nicely, as did sam northeast and i was a bit um foxy i think in that i forgot to sub out my my players but luckily this game gives you four emergencies so my all of my emergencies actually ended up playing this week which so thank you for that so yeah that was quite nice actually but talk to me about sean dixon he is english qualified
3: english qualified yeah yeah South African by birth um, so, that,
0: was that Kent at one point? Is that true?
3: Yeah,
2: he got his he got his go at Kent. He played as an overseas pro in our league in, in Suffolk <laughs> a few years back um, and then got into the Kent setup and and played a, a few twos
3: games and took it from there. So really grabbed his chance.
0: Brilliant. And when did he move to Durham? When was that?
3: I think she- it was two years ago, perhaps. It wasn't so long ago he scored a triple hundred for Kent at Beckenham, which is very flat, but got the runs all the same. And then... Um, after that lost form a little bit and made the move up. And I think he was there last year without doing a huge amount, but seems to have come out all guns blazing and overtaken our our best friend Shan Masood at the top of the run scoring charts now. He's (laughs) no longer my best friend.
2: I axed him. I did notice that something like 70 or 80 other users, so almost 10%... Um, no, that's probably more like five percent. My math isn't that great, but quite a few, quite a few users I saw in in the stats also made the same decision as me to cash in on his uh, on on his value. That form can't last forever, I don't think. But I made the mistake of going yeah. for Will Young from Northamptonshire, and uh, mm-hmm. I should have gone for Harry Brook. That was an expensive mistake.
0: Harry Brook, what's what? How did he go? He did, he went pretty well, didn't he? He he, got... he
2: he licked off a biggie against the mighty Essex.
0: That's right. He, I mean. He's batting it. Where's that? He's gone down the order. Is he gone down the order there? Night watchman came in. Did he? Is that right? Yeah,
3: it was a night watchman yeah. and route coming back. Shuffled Milan and Brooke down a couple of places.
0: That's right. I mean, that is a strong order. that. That is live. Karuna Ratne, Root Milan, Brooke, all in oh, that middle. Don't order.
3: forget George Hill. I,
2: George I watched Hill. a bit I watched a bit of the uh, coverage on uh, on Friday afternoon. He looks a serious, serious player. But he just looked. So organized. He popped harmer over his head twice. Uh he looked he looks like one to watch out for. I'm uh, I'm pleased he's on my
3: side. I think we'll we'll see a bit more of him in the future. And just looking you, at anyone, that, anyone who gets harmer off the square is going to be bigged up by Hugh this year. Uh, <laughs> he's, the, he's the best winner in the world. Just looking at uh at
0: Revis in that game, Essex versus Yorkshire, he got forty-seven runs at a strike rate of twenty-nine. That is well, annoying. Isn't it? good it's good night watchmening. Well, that's <laughs> annoying for Essex.
3: What I don't understand on this is he, you night watchman, you see out the see out the night. Why not have a dart in the morning? Like Essex were going nowhere in their first innings, were they, Hugh? Yeah. Does does twenty off a hundred balls that Sam Cook got got for you add any add any value to that team? Would you Would you rather he got on with it or got out? I, I think he's probably
2: looking at a, uh, he's probably. Given instructions to bat like that, I would also say from from what I saw of it, it didn't look an easy pitch to score runs on. It was pretty low and slow, and it was like a Chelmsford pitch of 15 years ago, rather than the last five years where um, it's done everything. It was it was low, slow, and it was it it, it involved the, the game involved. No, but but Harry Brook's not a night watchman, is he? You know, you're, you're a different player. Paul Walter took and, and Alistair Cook took enough balls to get their runs. So. Um, it it was a it was a harder pitch to score runs on.
0: Yeah, in that second innings though, Nick Brown being outscored by Alistair Cook strike rate wise. <laughs> That's a boring second innings, isn't it? <laughs> um, the other one, just on the subject of um, Night Watchman, what what was it in the WhatsApp group that someone picked up on the Gloucestershire Hampshire game? What did James Vince do?
2: Oh, disgraceful behaviour! It double Night Watchman. <laughs> he, had, he had Kyle Abbott and Muhammad Abbas come out to bowl his two overseas pros had to come out and bat ahead of him and then quite rightfully he got bugger all the next morning and I was very pleased to see that.
0: Nicked yeah. off by our friend Higo, the all-rounder Ryan Higgins um, what's that conversation that James Vince is having with two extremely senior professional cricketers yeah. so international um, Abbott and Abbas what is that conversation happening? Is it? Sorry, mate. I don't well,
2: really fancy it. I'd be pretty ginger asking one overseas pro if they fancied strapping him on to be the night watchman. But to ask a second one once <laughs> the first one's gone out there is insanity. I what can't have you got? On that and hit him on
3: the gloves. If you're gonna if you're gonna send a night watchman out, Abbott's probably a decent one to choose. A, he can hold it back, can't he? And he's, he can he can block a ball out, he can hold an end up. But uh, Abbas is just a rabbit in the headlights if you're four hundred for two, yet alone trying to trying to see it through to the next morning against a new ball. Why What what why, are Abbas's scores this year, Howard? I think I think you dug these up for us, didn't well, yeah, you? He's in speed, but he, he loses more <laughs> points with his batting than he gains with his bowling. If when he takes nine of the kids of the game, he's getting minus forty with the bat. But he's um he's not scored a run in four. First-class games. He's got he's got four <laughs> runs this year. Better though than Gilchrist from uh, Kent, though. Did he play in that? Did
2: he play in the game against the Sri Lankans? I don't know if he got any
3: runs in that. That's worth checking out. I'm not sure. on no, sure, no. A back-to-back pairs was it from him? Both dismissed. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Gil- oh. Gilchrist got six noughts in a row.
0: And just on, um, just on James Vince. He, it's not as though, apart from Mohammed Amir. No disrespect to. Gloucester's bowling lineup. I mean, Ryan Higgins is obviously the sort of Darren Stevens esque, very difficult to get away, but it's not, you know, he's got Dominic Goodman, Jared Warner, Ajit Singh Dale, and Muhammad Amir plus Ryan Higgins and a few spinners and Van Buren and, you know, basically just Van Buren. It's not as though he's really got anything to be scared about, apart from maybe Amir, but you would have thought he'd back himself to f- see him off and that's Amir OK. Amir
2: in the in the setting sun on a cloudy day when it's done a bit... No, that's... I, I know. can
3: understand why he's done it, but as a pro and a cat, I think we were all pretty happy to see him get diddly-squat the next morning, though, weren't we?
0: Yeah, I think so. What are the other um other picks of the, picks of the game? I think Durham had a... I think probably that is Ben Stokes returning to Durham is probably their highlight of their YouTube career, isn't it? Durham. That... <laughs>
2: Social media is not gonna get any better than that, is it? Never.
0: That I mean, I reckon all eyes are on, on that. And actually, just a shout out again. I think we've said it before, but that is amazing that all these clubs can get these YouTube streams because it means that. It brings light to county championship cricket. And you can see for free, Ben Stokes, i yeah. liking it. I mean, did anyone watch it? I, I watched a little bit, but I missed but, half well, of it.
2: I, I turned on just after it hit five sixes in an over. And he still hit two sixes in the first over I watched. It was it was just, <laughs> just going nuts. It was outrageous.
0: Well, are there any other pick of the games in, in, in this round? Did anyone? Well, I
2: thought Worcestershire did quite well to hang on for a draw in that game. You know. Yep. Durham accelerated the game ahead of them and, and they batted gallantly in the second innings. I think, I think a great game was uh, Middlesex-Sussex um, and uh, a really strong run chase for Middlesex against uh, a Sussex side with Garton and Robinson back in. They look a, a much more formidable proposition than perhaps they did in the first half of the season.
0: Yeah, it um, continues Sussex, Sussex's woes as well, doesn't it? Failure for Haynes for the first time this season as well. Probably not a good timing.
2: And a big audition, I think that with yeah
0: Shah bowling at him, Robinson back in the team as you've noticed noted for Sussex would
3: have with a pfeiffer. Yeah, bowled bowled very well by all accounts. So good to see him back.
0: It is good to see him back. Good timing, and I just hope he can keep a run of form fitness wise. I mean, obviously, John Lewis came out as the England bowling coach. I don't know if he is still, but came out and talked about his fitness. So hopefully, if he, you know. I just hope he doesn't go back and play another game and is injured and stuff like that. His back flares up. Hopefully not. But it is good to see him back. Is and I it mean Chev? Who was your? You had a pretty bad week actually. Looking at your, <laughs> good. Your, yeah, good. Good for us. Not good for you. What was? Who, where was your downfall?
1: Uh, well, I think well, it started off with having not listened to the podcast before I picked my team because mm. uh, the two players that you guys ended up digging up. Uh, Pretty much for half the uh, the, the previous episode were my low scoring um, players. So uh, Travaskis was one of them. Who how it thought the world of the week before, but obviously didn't really do much this week. And then Tom Haynes on minus one after four days was also uh, really something to uh, to be proud of. Uh, but the, the, the flip side was uh, I had so many buys that I couldn't really make the changes that I thought I was going to make, um, uh, or at least preserve a few of the subs that I still have
2: left. Um, although I've got more than Spenny. But um, how many subs have you got left? <laughs> you you were uh, you were the Harry Redknapp of our of our group, I'm sure. Uh, i I still got
1: eighteen, so I'm 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 pretty good. Oh. Um, and uh, but yeah, the ones I was looking at who were on the um the hot seat were Higo uh, after not really doing enough for the last two three weeks and David Bellingham, and both of them ended up being my top scorers for the week. So, uh, in that sense, it was pretty good to have those buys uh, from some of the players and not having a full squad.
3: The very (laughs) thinking of getting rid of Bellingham after what he's done this year is a joke.
1: You still have um
0: your mate Marnus, Chef?
3: Uh, yeah, so I brought him in. And um, finally, after
1: dithering for a few, a few too many weeks, um, I should have just picked him from the first game, really, but when he was still cheap, it would have made me quite a bit of money. Um, but yeah, I think it's... Um, uh, all in all, it wasn't too bad, considering I only had, I think, eight players. Yeah, uh, looking forward to a bigger and better score uh, this weekend. Uh, but I won't be picking any of my team until after this podcast and whoever you've spoken about who, who's gonna who's about to do well uh, so you can either run through my team uh, and talk them all up or uh, let's see um, uh, who we can uh, <laughs> who we can get rid of on oh, no, that,
0: I think we checked Northampton last week didn't we um yeah. did we like pick them up
1: I, I said
0: that everyone in their team if someone doesn't get run someone else does well <laughs> not this time um burns <laughs> get a few other people chip in 401 all out. Surrey were North Ants bowled out twice.
3: Um, the Oval's um, like a, a trip to Bridgetown in the 80s at the moment, though, isn't it? Just <laughs> turn up to get rolled. <laughs> it's it's remarkable though because Surrey have batted well and they're finding ways to
2: bowl out sides without a spinner from what I can see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who is the Surrey spinner? Atkinson? No, I, think he, I think he's a, a Will, season, Will
3: Jacks he? is the only one that has bowled any part-time spin for sorry this year he bowls quite a few over his first couple of games but um Moriarty and and Verdi will be the two but neither has been picked for a game yet tell
0: you what Clark George, is it Jordan Clark is a very mm. handy so I thought he was a one-day signing for sorry I thought what a great signing that is 2020 one-day stuff he'll give it everything and he's pretty good but I didn't realize how you know he's had such an effect this season hasn't he on mm. he's Bats well he's, got a few wickets
2: he's almost like the neil Wagner of the championship he seems to quite enjoy running up and slamming it down halfway halfway down the track but, but, is that a
3: bit is that a bit harsh Howard bit, no or a bit harsh challenge. I think he, he he does he does try and pitch it up and sneak people off more than more than a Wagner would um and a gun fielder as well you um, <laughs> see him on the on the boundary rope in the in the one day stuff um, and he's fantastic so does a bit of everything he's, and he's, I think it's his bowling that's really um, picked up from what mm-hmm. I've seen this year.
0: And big Colin de grandone with a forfer, which is nice to see. Wrapping up the oh, team. That's another one
3: I put on the bench, thanks to <laughs> Howard's recommendation. They've only had eight players, but what do you mean thanks to my recommendation? Yeah, you said you didn't listen to our recommendation. <laughs>
2: Should have used more subs, chef. Should have use more transfers? Get them out. I know. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... So, where does that leave the tables for the Championship? Surrey still on top, Kent at the bottom. Gloucestershire, that's interesting, isn't it? Where it's set up. They lose, yet still they've gained a place, although they have played one more than the rest of the bottom, actually. So, that may be bonus points. Surrey still on top with Hampshire and Lancashire coming in. Coming in next with Lancashire, a game behind, so it's still quite tight. Um, I don't think much has changed in Division Two. Middlesex and the Morgan battling it out on top. Interestingly, Middlesex look like they're probably going to be running away with it at some point. They've only played four, 82 points.
3: Um, no, big coming out this week. It's um, Middlesex, Nottingham in Div Two. Yeah, That's That's huge. Face off and then uh, the Roses match in Div One. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Anderson bowling at Root this week? Be nice.
2: I hope so. No reason why not, is there? Well, he was rested last week. I don't know mm-hmm. if he'll, uh, It'd be lovely to see him bring him back in. And uh, worth tuning in for Lancashire. There's Lancashire TV. Uh, and they've got Paul Allett and David Lloyd doing it.
0: Yes, apparently. that is quality.
2: Yeah, worth watching that. And the quality of the product. This year, perhaps better than the last year, has been really good. Whether the seams are a less, a little bit less pronounced or the pictures are flatter as a result of drier weather or groundsmen being fed up of being blamed all in it's made for really compelling cricket we've had some close games um, and we've had some really hard fought games which yeah. and, and astonishingly we've got English qualified openers scoring runs Tom Sibley yeah. got a 100 Rory Burns got a 100 what's going on I don't like it I don't like it it's not right
3: Crawley gets 100 this week you'll retire
2: there is absolutely no way Crawley is going to get 100 if he gets 100 I'll do the podcast in my underpants next week (laughs) hopefully without a guest (laughs) talking of guests that's the lovely segment
0: we've been talking on Badger Watch for the last four weeks about this game cricket11.com and it is a game of fantasy cricket and it's a great way that we can talk about cricket all the time away from other people who think that we're a bit weird um and we can do this because of mrcricket11.com the badges we were on telegraph fantasy cricket which was a for all intents and purposes a paid for product and we were happy to pay and play but now that shut down for some odd reason i can't see why it wasn't profitable but it, obviously it wasn't And we found Cricket11.com. Hugh, before I introduce MrCricket11.com, how did you find Cricket11.com
2: as a fantasy game? It it was like in March, um, in the run-up to our first season on it, a couple of years ago, and I thought, I fancy a little bit of fancy cricket again this year, and I Googled it, and... The Google, the Google ads obviously did, did the trick. I can't imagine that the, the, there's too much competition for fancy cricket searches on Google, but it was, it was in the top three and I found it and, uh, and off we went. It was the happiest day of my life. Sorry, Alice.
0: And we also did... Um, we, yeah, uh, Hugh got married last year. So, um, <laughs> so we did our own Googling and Twitter searching and we found cricket11.com's Twitter. We then message them and here he is if you would like to unmute himself mr Cricket yeah. 11com real name Andrew Purcell. Yeah. I hope i pronounced that right Purcell? yes you
4: did yeah
0: wonderful how are you
4: yeah I'm good um I'm glad to be here as well I've been I've been listening for a few weeks um yeah I've been enjoying your your podcast it's brilliant
0: you must be pretty tired seeing as though it's now 533 a.m in Melbourne yes which we didn't <laughs> this thank you so much for for waking up and um yeah. being here talk to us about the inception of cricket11.com how and why did you come up with the idea and how did you execute it
4: yeah um originally i i played a lot of fantasy uh in the in the 2000s i played a lot of um, afl fantasy which is australian football yeah. um which worked really really well and then for a period for a few years uh cricket australia actually ran their own fantasy game for um their domestic competition so sheffield shield and the, the one day competition and the um the, the KfE, kfc blast before it was the big bash league yeah so it was really enjoying that and then and then they stopped running it um and and decided that um yeah i'm a software developer i can i can do this so um yeah, just decided to, to create my own just for my friends so that we could play. Um, and then as a bit of a experiment, I thought, oh, maybe if I open this up and let other people sign up, I wonder if anyone would be interested in playing it. And um, yeah, they were, there was lots of people who somehow found my site and they wanted to play. So just kept growing it from that. Um, yeah, so I first started running it, I think in 2015, um, had my first county cricket, competition up in 2016 with only three three teams Um, but uh, yeah in the years after it it, it, that became one of my most popular leagues so a lot of the the work goes into into that yeah so I just run it myself Uh, I do get a little bit of help for the the county and English season I've got a um, someone who helps me out uh, Rob Disney he helps collate like the lists and set prices and, and monitor for um, transfers and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just a hobby thing that I run, um, spend my free time doing all the development and, and whenever I get a chance. Um, yeah. And I just I just love that people play the game and, and use it and enjoy it. So, Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Where? Just my, I mean, my first question is: is where where does the database come from that you take all the stats from? Is it CrickViz? Is it somewhere like that? Do you take all the stats from somewhere?
4: Yeah, yeah. So I just pull the stats from, um, yeah, quick info. So just get those stats from there. I, I do run a few other competitions. Uh, one of them is the Netherlands top class, um, which. Uh, Bertus de Jong is the, the Dutch cricket journalist. He collects all his scorecards and, and things like that. So I pull those in from, from there. But um, yeah, for all the others, it's just quick info.
2: And, and do you do that manually or is that all set up so that you don't have to drag and drop? Yeah, it's, like set, up. it's set up
4: to run. Yeah, it's set up to to check those scores every every five minutes. So yeah, it does that automatically so uh, when yeah.
0: we're furiously refreshing every one minute we should just leave it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's,
4: that's to know. But yeah so leave it a, every five minutes and then yeah
0: Chev, do you know the journalist that andrew was talking about
1: uh no I, don't, I actually don't i was just wondering why we ended up with the top classic out of all the competitions you could have picked uh, you <laughs> went for one of the the most popular ones that obviously everyone follows and uh, uh I'm still hoping that one day we're going to go to a, to watch a game live, but um, uh, we haven't got around to it yet. I, I, that's at least what I've been hearing from the others side there. Just a little bit too busy to fly out. But um, yeah, how did you end up pitching that one and adding that one to your list? Yeah, uh,
4: I ran I ran a t20 competition. It was like some. Uh, it was run in the Middle East, and it was a bunch of um, like Hong Kong and Netherlands and Scotland and Ireland were playing, and. Yeah, um, Berta saw that I was running it somehow and and joined in and went, oh, that's fun. Do you think you can run it for the top class if I give you the scorecards? And I was like, oh, that's a challenge. So (laughs) I did that. And then, um, yeah, I was surprised because I I had about like, I think, two or 300 people sign up for that. Um, And um, yeah, it was really interesting. They had um, uh, Peter Boren, Invited me over to the Netherlands to um, one of their grounds to to meet the guys. So yeah, I went over in 2018. Yeah, went to the game and they loved it. Uh, all the players were playing it, um, and their partners and wives were playing it as well. Um, the actual them players themselves <laughs> are playing it. Players themselves are <laughs> playing it. Um, yeah, and and they're, yeah, they they I chatted to um, some of their partners, and and they were actually really uh, into it. Um, yeah, they were they were going to the game instead of just going to the game to watch their partner play. They were going and, and going and asking, being more engaged, um, and asking a partner, "Oh, is so and so going to play this week, or is this person you, back on holiday?"
0: Can so, you imagine amazing. that conversation at the dinner table? Love, um, <laughs> yeah. I've subbed you out. Uh, <laughs> You're trending down
2: your biggest rival, yeah. is my captain this week. <laughs> um just on,
0: there on was,
4: that. Yeah, there was actually actually accusations that um one of the captains um was was playing um some of his players like at the end of the game when the game was dead, was giving giving the ball to um <laughs> Some players that they had in their fantasy team to see if they could snag a wicket. And if you're at the
0: point, we actually we we play hockey. The four of us have grown well, we're friends through a hockey a hockey team, and uh, one of our chaps actually went out, didn't he? James Brown went out to the Netherlands to sort of play club cricket in there, and he said that he was playing in the, that 2020 competition. And um, on the announcement board, when they announced the teams, they said, "And the overseas professional for this team is Dirk Nannes," <laughs> and then they said, uh, "And the overseas professional for this team is James Brown, and he is a maybe is a tw- clubby, is a, a clubby first eleven or a Wizzy Wimbledon first eleven cricketer um, from the UK." So yeah, that was interesting. Um, Okay, and just um, any chance I could send you in all the scorecards from the Middlesex Div 1 every week? <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: Probably not. It's, <laughs> it's enough work, um, yeah, getting Birders to chase up all the scorecards each week after <laughs> all the games from all the matches, so, yeah.
0: I know, Howard. You've got a burning question.
4: I'll I have. I'll come
3: on to that. I've got some. I've got some other questions first. How? Yeah. How, how did you get involved in the county championship? Then are you. Are you, uh, you mentioned you did the AFL first. Would you just say you're a cricket badger, or a, is AFL your primary sport? How did you come about to, to, to want to run a competition? Uh, I,
4: I think. I think I'm a typical Australian. So you like, um, yeah, the footy and cricket. Um, you know they have their seasons, um, but yeah, kind of like was following I've got some relatives in the UK um so I I got my very old um shirt on um so I did follow yeah yeah it's from it's it's probably about 18 years old um but yeah so I did follow um some of the county games and um yeah like David Hussey and like the Australian players used to play over there um used to rack up some big scores um so yeah I did have some interest in the county game and when I looked at the the format of the county championship where there's like 18 teams and they all play their games like there's a big block of games it just lent itself really well to Mm. to fantasy and it reminded me very much of um like afl fantasy where there's there's like three or four days where they just all the matches get played and um yeah it just works really well so there's there's decent breaks in between so you've got enough time to mull over your team and stuff so yeah
2: Until 20 minutes before play when the toss is announced and the sides are (laughs) That's the most chaotic. It's it's a really frantic moment.
4: (laughs) That is, yeah, there's this, the site goes from having one or two people on it (laughs) all day and and virtually no activity. And then, yeah, like 30 minutes before the game starts, it just, yeah, it goes absolutely bonkers. You get like a couple of hundred people jumping on trying to frantically move around and modify their team and look things up and, yeah. It, it's absolute chaos
3: and I guess I guess my other question then comes down to the the price fluctuations of the players and what metrics you use to calculate who goes up and down in value and by how much and how do you come to those yep. decisions
4: um I won't tell like the exact formula so I'll keep it a bit secret so that yeah no one tries to to really gain the system but um yeah, it's basically your... that, yeah <laughs> yeah because he's like he's down there ready to Taking notes up. I can watch him he's got a pen out <laughs> <laughs> Chef, um, this is being recorded, <laughs> <laughs> but it's um it's based on their form, their recent form mostly, um and involves their their average as well. So, um yeah, if they've if they've played well in in the last few weeks or the last few rounds of the games that they've played, then that will affect their score. So if they've they've had a few bad games, then yeah, their score will start to to change from that.
0: Nice. And you mentioned that you sort of followed the, the hussies and. Other people, do you, I mean, is it, is it closely followed in Australia that not necessarily, I mean, people aren't following Leicestershire on a daily basis, I can only imagine, but yeah, do are people interested in Australia about the Aussies' performance in, in England?
4: I think they do pay attention when they do well. So, like, um, Labashain a couple of seasons ago when he he started to do well, people were were talking about him a little bit more about getting him into the side. And luckily, uh, you can cut Steve Smith and we got him back in. (laughs) So, (laughs) and, and, you know, the rest is history. Um, But people wouldn't know that, say, uh, Travis Head... yeah, had a bit of a failure um, the other season where he just didn't really score any runs. But yeah, people don't really pay that much attention. Most of the media and, and the sporting attention is is onto um, AFL and NRL in Australia. Um, yeah, it would take a it takes like an Ashes or a World Cup for um, yeah the attention to turn solidly back to cricket. And, and there's a bit of
2: that still in the in Australia that you know a lot of people view county cricket sort of as
4: lower than Sydney first grade in 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 some places or do you think that has changed over the years I think that's changed over the years I think like when in the in the 2000s where you had yeah like all these solid players um in the in the shield that just never could get a go um for Australia like like Brad Hodge he's probably one of the best players that Australia had in the last last couple of decades that only played a couple of tests um and he could have played in any other team in the world he was so good um, yeah, that, that was when like, the quality of the Shield was really, really high and, and probably thought that that was superior to the, the county competition. Whereas is now, uh, I think that we feel that we don't play enough games. So we only play like 10 rounds of Sheffield Shield. So And we, we don't usually play it at the right time. There's a big break where we're playing all our test matches in the lead up to Christmas and New Year's. But instead, we're playing big bash, so we don't really have any real form or or whatever of the, the, the domestic players of who to bring in if something's going wrong. Sounds ver- be- sounds <laughs> very familiar.
0: Oh, not <laughs> yeah, familiar. yeah. That's the same problem.
4: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we probably look at the county competition and go, hey, you guys play like heaps of games, and you've got all these teams, and you've you've got a lot more depth of players to to look at. Um, yeah, whereas our shield teams can fluctuate um yeah if we're not playing a test match then you've got Stephen smith david warner um cummings hazelwood um stark all playing for new south wales and that team is absolutely amazing and then the next week when they're playing a test match it's it's like you're swapping over nine players <laughs> know like, who are these guys that are playing so yeah it fluctuates really really big
0: that's interesting. I remember you saying about that when Brad Hodge and you had another sort of yeah. Australia A versus Australia game would have been as good as any other one-day Test match going. <laughs> they in the, did that yeah. in the nineties,
2: didn't they? they that, did. that
4: was a that was a big thing, and everyone got on board with the Australia A team, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. They, yes, they did, and they. Um, I think they beat Australia um, in, a, in a game, and then they they played like England and maybe Zimbabwe or something in that. Uh, yeah. odd series odd and series, the, yeah. the final was Australia versus Australia A and, <laughs> and Australia decided to pinch Paul Rifle from Australia A and make them 12, the Australia's 12th man so they pinched the best bowler out of Australia A and put him on the pine so that he couldn't embarrass Australia um, in the
0: you finals. got Paul Rifle or Mark Elam uh, running in um, <laughs> you know, against England that probably tells me the strength of England's team at the time um, yeah nice and, and i mean is there what is there a reason we talked about it a couple of weeks ago i think is the reason sort of there's not many overseas cricketers in in the the shield season is, is there is there a reason for that
4: uh there are limitations i think only you can only have one overseas player and right. um yeah a few teams did have them recent or relatively recently um i think south australia had um that south african spinner um, who came over Ota Yeah, yeah, Ota. Um, yeah. And then they He's calming up. down after he thought you were talking about Simon Harmer No Get <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> a gag, cold flannel <laughs> But um, yeah, South Australia stuffed up because um, uh, Cosgrove signed up as a local player in the county competition mm. Which meant that he was then classed as an overseas player in um, Australia Because he was, right. yeah and they had to tell um, both of that, um, I'm sorry, mate, before the game, you might be captain, but we have to drop you because we're <laughs> <laughs> squeezing Cosgrove. So it was really harsh. Um, but yeah, there just hasn't really been anyone else. I think the last few years has been a bit difficult because of yeah. COVID and restrictions okay. and, and things with Australia. But yeah, just don't... I don't, yeah, I haven't really seen other than that, like any overseas players wanting to come over. I think they just all play T Twenty. It's just a lot, lot more money in it than yeah. You do you, get, do you get run it. your own team in the county championship, Andrew, or is that too much of a conflict of interest? Uh, yeah, I do run my own team. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah. I think I'm 25th at the moment. Um, oh, there we go. So, um, guess,
3: due, due to the mysterious formula, all of your players <laughs> have undergone <laughs> some significant price rises. <laughs>
4: Uh, I do play that kind of style. So I do use a fair few trades. Um, so I think I've, I've, I think I've only got like 16 left, but um, yeah, a lot of my players have, have gone up in price. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. Um, and yeah, definitely trying to manage like the buy is very tricky. So I'm trying to manage it. So when I'm bringing players in that I'm not having to trade them back out in a week or two because of a buy, Mm. So I'm trying to minimise the rest of the trades for the rest of the season, but I'm fairly happy with how it's going so far. I'm just really frustrated that um, the all-rounders just don't seem to be um, delivering this season. Um, yeah, it's quite difficult. Normally they're a lock in, um, but yeah, the season's a bit difficult. Who, who have you gone for with your all-rounders? Uh, I've I've settled on on Higgins. And I've had him as captain for a few rounds, and he's he's not quite putting the big scores. So uh, yeah, this last round I, I switched my captain to a to a bowler, and they only got like 50 points. So <laughs> and Higgins ended up getting like over 200. So um, yeah, I should really stick we stick with the all rounder um, as captain and hope that they they put. I've been score, guilty
3: of trying to chop and change the captain as well. You know, had Moab asked the week before where he got diddly squat then move it to Lavashane yeah. and Lavashane gets seven and 20 and Moabers takes nine wickets you just got to stick with a player and have faith in them haven't
4: you yeah it's I've definitely yeah I've been cursed by whoever I I put it on I, I I had Stevens at the start but um yeah he just hasn't had quite the same season as he has as previously but he is um, 43 yeah <laughs> yes yes he is but he's he's
2: every like every that- season
4: He's, yeah, he's just every, got a
2: big hundred against Sri Lanka, so it uh, might be a sign of returning form for him.
4: Yeah, every every season, um, yeah, Rob, who helps me with the, the players and prices, he was always putting um, Stevens's price down um, in like the 80s and 80,000 pounds and I was like, but his stats are just so good. And he's like, oh yeah, but he's old, he's, he's going to drop <laughs> off you know? and yeah, every season he always always just um, yeah surprises us with just his longevity. So yeah, we just leave him where he's where he's where he's um, priced at now. Um, yeah, I like having a captain as an all rounder as a captain because they've yeah, just got yeah. so many more opportunities to get involved in the game. But yeah, yeah, there's just really not that many standouts this season.
0: So when it says, I mean, looking at our league at the moment, Badger Watch, we're ranked 25. Is that 25 for the round or is that 25 for the whole? I think
4: I think that's your like average score um, for. Your players in your league um, Mm -hmm. overall. So that's saying that, yeah, out of all the leagues, um, yeah, you're 25th in terms of the teams that you're in, the total average. That's
0: a big jump, guys. Big jump.
4: Yeah. It's mostly down to you, Spenny.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, I pulled my finger out and selected some good players, which is nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, in terms of the, we, we spoke about it the other week, in terms of like the actual categorization of a player all-rounders is that down to the espn crick infos
4: uh, no yeah it's, it's down two things one i look at the i can i can see the the breakdown of the stats so like yeah. how many points they're scoring for batting and bowling and, and mm. fielding and um yeah we kind of make a judgment off of where we think that the players are going to play and and where their stats are because there's a few players that um yeah get a lot of bowling points but they're they're batsmen but it's yeah, it's like, are they really an all-rounder or are they a batsman who just occasionally bowls or is this player yeah. actually a wicket-keeper? Um, wicket-keepers are the hardest because you yeah, yeah. just don't know sometimes who's going to, to play. And, and with the glut of keepers in English cricket, a lot of teams mm. played too.
0: I had no idea Bill yeah. Salt was a keeper until this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: um, so i always like, had problems with like WA where um, in the Sheffield Shield where they, they always have an entire team of wicket-keepers. Yes, yeah. there's Bancroft and um, Philippe and, and um, Inglis. Yeah, Whiteman. Well, yeah, Inglis. And yeah, just do not know week to week who's going to take the gloves. Um, so it becomes a bit of a challenge to, to lock someone into a wicket-keeping spot for fantasy.
0: From, from someone looking at it from a purely statistical point of view, is are you surprised that? Um, There are some players who are scoring really highly who have never been selected for the England team, or you've never seen them in an England shirt. Is there anyone that would stand out for you?
4: Um, I'm not surprised that yeah, you get players that play well at that level. Um, Yeah, I think uh, I think if you look at the English English batting lineup, especially over the summer, which I got a good look at. um, Yeah, all right, all (laughs) get that (laughs) good (laughs) look. Surprised that there's players that are playing well in the county but then when you put them into the the next league the, the next level up in test cricket that they, they don't quite perform or you know it's a different standard so um i'm not too surprised that there are big scorers in yeah the county team
2: can i just ask one question about uh, one of the functions on the website if you click on user and you get to achievements right you get yep. to a page for achievements. It then says you currently have no achievements, and it sort of re- reads like one of my school reports. What, what, <laughs> what can I? What could I get? What are my? What are the potential achievements that I can get?
4: Uh, if you get the highest score for a round, or you finished first overall um, for a whole competition. Yeah, I think there might be something else for, like if you win a league or something. Um, right. Okay. So
2: yeah. So I've, cle- cle- like- I've clearly been. Billy Bang average so far in my uh, in my career.
4: Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it's a bit difficult in county. It's a bit difficult in county cricket. There's a lot more teams, so it's a lot harder to to get an achievement. Um, yeah, if you're playing some of the other um, right, I'm end to the top class. The top class yeah. is coming my way. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and how how many how many users did you did you say? How many teams are, are in, in the? Um...
4: Oh, there's there's nearly for this county season. There's nearly one thousand two hundred teams. So, yeah. so my
0: 726th is quite low.
4: Uh, is that your round score? No, my overall rank, overall rank. Oh, your overall rank? Yeah, then that, that is, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Considering
3: of those 1,200, 400, probably picked a team and haven't touched it since. Ben. <laughs> really, the was <pool's laughs> about 800.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. I don't know, has anyone else got any, any other questions? Burning questions or, Chair, have you got any Insight that you want to get from Andrew before we go?
1: Um, yeah, well, I was keen on the achievement, but he had already asked that one, so because I haven't got any of those. Um, but um, uh, you know, the only other thing is that why do we only get one million pounds
4: or dollars, whatever it is?
0: <laughs> yeah, is that Aussie dollars or? <laughs>
4: Uh, I find that's just a, a nice number. It's easy to, to remember that you've you've got that amount, and then try and price the rest of the the players accordingly um, yeah. to that. The only other competition where I really change that is for uh, the Netherlands top class because I it just doesn't seem <laughs> right to have a thousand <laughs> uh, a million euros to play with for the top class. Um, they're not, yeah, the players might be a bit offended if they're valued <laughs> higher in the. Um, in the fantasy game than they're actually getting paid for for their teams. So,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's probably a few junior pros in the
2: counter game that there might be yeah uh, might be, they might be <laughs> yeah they might be yeah, pushing it as well yeah. Yeah. yeah fair I think well it's uh, thank you sorry Spenny that's your job
0: no it's okay thank hey, thank you hey, <laughs> coming on. It's uh as I said, it's now five fifty eight in the morning, so it's getting a, to maybe acceptable time to be waking up. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Um, thank you
4: guys for making the podcast. It's it's brilliant. Love it.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. That's thank great you. feedback. We'll tweet that to our
4: zero followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
0: no, but seriously, thank you. Yeah, no, it's a great game. Thank you for making it free. Um, yeah. I think it's one of those things for us like we talk about the bbc radio commentary like we talk about the youtube streams this is another terrific way for us to stay um on top of the county championship and i think when i first joined the badger group um my girlfriend said to me who on earth are you texting all the time and i was like oh i'm just texting my friends about fantasy cricket and it caused well i think actually she might have been pleased to hear that i was texting about fantasy <laughs> so thank you very much and um please feel free to stay on and listen to the rest of it or uh yep. we we'll are wrapping up or, or feel free to go but thank you so much once again um thanks for joining and yeah we'll, hopefully we might catch up soon later on
3: if you're ever in the uk and fancy a trip to grace road let us know we'll
0: <laughs> yeah or at least a curry in kennington back, back yep. <laughs> absolutely thank you so much
4: no problems cheers mate
0: right lads that was fascinating i think that was brilliant chev fantastic chev any any insights for the next round who, who are you trading what are you doing
2: oh what i'm doing uh, well i'm not going to share anything of that with you anymore Chev, it's week. a podcast you're meant to share it with people oh, it's not right. going to be it's not going to be a very good podcast if you say i'm not telling anyone <laughs> the, secret <laughs> oh. and, the
1: secret is no, andrew's actually, algorithm I- surprisingly enough i've already made my provisional changes for this this week um, so uh, based on availability and also uh, so again buys because there's a few that will be sitting out of this round so i uh, got rid of one of my bowlers who was actually a backup and he was on the bench this past round uh, and replaced him with an even cheaper burner
3: do either, do either of these bowlers have a name? Uh, yeah, co- <laughs> so, so I moved out Connors. got rid of a bowler and replaced him with a bowler.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, so I moved out Connors at Derbyshire and replaced him with another bowler uh, from Derbyshire, uh, who's uh, from McKiernan. Uh, he's, he was actually pretty much on the same scoring, uh, but a lot cheaper. So that was a, an easy one to free up some cash and bring in a more expensive player. I did the same thing as Hugh did last week and moved out Massoud, which was... Against my principles, but at the same time, it was just good money to, to cash in on and actually move on to miners who had left out for way too long. Um, so this week, uh, I think Tom Haynes may be the one that is going to be thrown out based on his uh, failure last weekend. I might like bring uh, him in. He's got a, a bye week, so don't bother bringing him in.
3: Um Isn't they got a trip to Leicester? First? I was going to say, it's all unravelling for the Dutchman. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you need to stick with Haynes a week
1: more. Uh, he, I think he's going to move out uh, and I'm going to replace him with someone uh, who's on his team, Pujara, because um, it's the one that is actually scoring even more than Tom Haynes has done. And he'll be around for uh, the next uh, couple of rounds anyway. Uh, I think he's definitely until uh, the summer break. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we are at the moment. So I'm still tinkering. I'll wait for a Thursday morning uh, and make my final decisions then uh, before Overload. I fly back to the UK.
0: Overload Andrew's website last thing on a Thursday morning. Um, <clears throat> I'm going, Moa is getting the chop from me, even though he played pretty well. I'm he's only round for I've got
2: a buy. They've got a buy, haven't
3: they, this week?
0: Yeah, and he's only—he's not around—is he for very much longer? So I thought they, was a good to
3: opportunity. So to I've, get... I've got him as well. They've got—they've got a week off this week. Then he's got a trip to Taunton, which is the thing that is making me think maybe you just stick with him. So I've got—I've got him and Dawson at Hampshire, and the—the the prospect for both of a trip to Taunton is quite enticing, even if it means sticking with them for a week off.
0: Mm, I'm going Robinson. I think Abast out, Robinson in. Fair. But, but then he—he he might be playing for England at some point. Hopefully, let's not Chevin. Um, who else? Mm. I, I'm i sticking with my team. I'm happy. I'm happy apart from that change because Abbas was going to have to go at some point because he's only around for two months. I've stuck with the team. Anyone else? Mm. You? Any changes or how? Um,
2: it's the end of the road for Carl Abbott for me. Um, I think I'm going to look to sub him out and pick one of uh, Craig Overton or Matty Potts from Durham. Yeah, Matty Currently Potts. The well. Top, top wicket taker in the champo. And uh read an article in wisdom about him today and it makes me want to pick him even more. Six foot two strapping lab looks to take wickets, pitch it up. He's just what you want for us. I
0: think Ben for, Stokes so. being captain of England likes the look of him. There was a bit of a in the Twitter sphere, bit of a rumbling Ooh. about him, higher honors, maybe. Um <clears throat> yeah, he's been playing well, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, I
2: think I am gonna stick with man as as my captain. Um, but um, might have a look into uh, the all-rounder situation as well. I've got George Hill, um, who goes to, to Lancashire, or is home to Lancashire. That's a tough bowling attack. But I've also got Critchley, who is uh, on a bye week, and Douthwaite on my bench, who has done zip all, all year.
3: So uh, I need to sort that out.
2: Have was- the
3: change. Quite possibly. Well, I've got. I need to make at least one change for a bowler because I've got Abbas and Sam Cook both missing a week, so one of those goes, and it's probably Abbas if I stick with stick with Dawson in the all-rounders. Get rid of Abbas and tempted to buy a cheaper bowler and bring in a bit more strength in the batting. Um, Scott Borthwick has, and Billy Godelman have both been clinging on by their coattails to my side since the start of the of the game, and neither has done particularly well. Borthwick did get an 80 but that was about the worst score any Durham player got this week so
0: the only score that he's got all season isn't it Borthwick 80
3: yeah I think he might have got 150 on the opening day I think but um, yeah it's been, been pretty slim pickings but
0: brilliant well we end the week with Chev still in the lead Brian May coming second Bears Badgers third and myself Spanish champs bottom still although our rank is climbed hopefully we can climb again and as we have mentioned we have no followers on twitter but that can change if any of these listeners are going to follow us all at,
2: five of them andrew's yes. got to follow us yes. your head, Andrew.
0: personal and <laughs> cricket 11 twitter account please that means that's two um that <laughs> badger watch Pod is where you can find us we will um try and be interesting um and i think that concludes it for the week so thanks very much for joining us guys um For those who have listened for the first time, this is Badger Watch, a podcast all about counter cricket, an unspun cricket production, which is an addition, which makes us sound very professional. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you all next week.